0: hey thank you for tuning in to another episode of young black equestrians the podcast today we are going to talk to Synobia stewart who is involved in many things horsey from the dressage and combined training association to therapy horses so we are going to talk to her about that today and have her share her experiences in the horse industry hope you enjoy <laughs> You are listening to Young Black Equestrians, the podcast. With your hosts, Aubriana Johnson and Caitlin Gooch. All right. Well, thank you, Sonobia, for joining us on another episode of our podcast, Young Black Equestrians. We have been starting off our episodes with saying... Something or sharing something that we are thankful for. So if you want to share something you are thankful for, that'd be awesome.
1: Okay. I would like to say I'm thankful for my grandparents. They are both uh, in their 90s and still around, still getting around, driving, doing different things. So I'm thankful to still have them around.
2: Yeah, that's a blessing. Definitely. It is. What are you thankful for? I'm thankful for gas money. (laughs) 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 yes (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: yes, I completely agree with that.
2: But aside from that, um, last night I was really tired and I was ready to get in the bed, and I was just really thankful to have a clean mattress and clean sheets and pillows. Like I'm really thankful for that. Yeah, and I never want to take that for granted. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah. everybody has that.
0: I am thankful for another year on this earth my birthday was yesterday so happy birthday thank you i am thankful for being able i'm thankful for everything that happened in year 26 and i'm looking forward to year 27 and everything that's going to come along with that so i'm just i'm thankful and i'm excited and i'm just looking forward to the next year
2: Congratulations. Thanks. (laughs) Congratulations
0: (laughs) on living. Appreciate it. I work hard. (laughs) So, Zenobia, just tell us about yourself, kind of where you're located, what discipline you ride, your horse, all that.
1: Yeah, so I am in Cedar Grove, North Carolina, and I primarily do dressage. I do a little bit of trail riding on the side and a little bit of cross training. My horse, he is a 15-year-old Dutch harness horse named Zima, and I got him about four years ago, and we've been going steady ever since, competing locally at different shows, recognizing schooling shows.
0: Nice, nice. I just saw you posted today that you wrote an article about him. Where was that published?
1: Yeah, it was through NCDCTA, which is the North Carolina Dressage and Combined Training Association. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I did an article back in July and one for October. And it was basically a review of two different clinics that we wrote in.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Um, So I kind of did a little review and how we how we managed that.
0: So Cedar Grove, where I don't I can't say I know. Is that by Mevin?
1: It is. It's like it's oh, yeah. like between
0: mevan
1: Eslin area, yeah,
0: um, just yeah, north yeah, of yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Okay. I went I'm from Chapel Hill. So, I'm pretty sure we play like Cedar Grove in football or something like that. Anyway. <laughs> tell us how you got into horses and kind of how long you've been riding and, you know, pretty much just your story up until this point
1: yeah so I actually started out with horses I went to a Girl Scout camp which I went for just like the general camp but they had horses as one of the activities and I actually really really liked it so when I came back home I wanted to go back and do the horse session Mm -hmm. and so she did let me do that and it kind of just progressed from there I came back home and I wanted to do lessons and I actually started riding western and doing little lessons and then I decided I wanted to ride English, and I started doing little schooling shows and different things, and eventually I was able to convince my parents to get me a horse, mm-hmm. and that progressed into me getting interested in equestrian studies at Avery University, mm-hmm. and I applied to, to go there, and I actually graduated. I did criminal justice sociology, and I also did a degree in equestrian studies there, And I had a a really good time. Um, I rode on the intercollegiate dressage team, and they also had two study abroad programs when I was there, which were really fun. I got to go to Germany, and the first year I did the small bronze performance medal, and then when I went back, I did the large bronze performance medal. And after graduation, I ended up getting Zima, my current horse now, and we've just been competing ever since.
0: That is pretty cool. So, what exactly does equestrian studies entail, like at a college level?
1: Yeah, so it's basically all of the theoretical
0: stable management um, mm. through different practical concepts of
1: riding and correct riding. And oh, okay. I did. They have different concentrations and I did the dressage concentration. They have a vending and equine business management mm. and equine assisted
2: psychotherapy.
1: Hmm. Mm, interesting.
2: How was your experience in Germany? I've always wanted to go to Germany. <laughs> yeah, that? it
1: was it was great. Um definitely a different just completely different than equestrian in the United States. Um, in Germany, everything is pretty much, in the equestrian world, is under the government. So you can't train, you can't breed, you can't show without being certified over there. Mm-hmm. And so they take that very seriously. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of a different culture. They have a lot of live auctions for horses. And it's kind of like a, like we go to the movies over here, but people will go to auctions over there to see horses being auctioned off
0: the quality of animal that comes out of Germany has got to be a little bit higher than what we have kind of coming out here just because of those regulations. And you have to work a little bit harder to be able to produce these horses instead of, you know, us having issues with slaughtering horse slaughter and backyard breeding and stuff like that.
3: Yeah, definitely a much greater quality horse um, coming out of Germany. Just
0: because they won't allow you to breed something that is going to grow up to be lame
2: or that has serious temperament issues, they, they don't really allow that.
0: That's cool. I, w- I would like to see what they got going on over <laughs> there. Like, I bet that's pretty amazing. What are some challenges that you have faced as a minority in the horse industry?
3: Um. Sometimes it just feels like I'm kind of doing it on my own, but this last year, it I've actually kind of reached out on Facebook and social media and seen that there are, like, several black equestrians out there, and that's how it felt to start, and, but now um, I feel kind of a little bit more united mm-hmm. through social media, seeing other black equestrians out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do, like, whenever I go to a new barn or a new show facility, I always kind of have that little anxiety of, like, oh, are they not going to like me because I'm black, or am I not going to place well because I'm black, and that's always in the back of my mind, Um, but I try to think positive and and hope for the best.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. Yeah, I I just made a post on Facebook not too long ago because I had, you know, when you start looking for a certain type of people they start coming up in the people you may know. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I had all of these black horsemen and women coming up, and they were all friends, like, with the same four people. And I'm (laughs) like, oh, okay, y'all already been trying to, you know, add each other as friends. Let me get in this group of people (laughs) that's adding (laughs) each other on Facebook. Because, I mean, when you're a minority, you just, you want to find... People. I mean, it's human nature. Yeah. You want to yeah. find people
2: that are like you, so. And that can relate. Because not everybody can relate to things that we struggle with, especially our hair and helmets. <laughs> right. Right.
0: <laughs> right. Yes. Stuff like that. Yes. yes. Yes, yes, yes. I completely agree with all of that. So, I understand. I understand. Even though we are not, like, the same discipline. um, okay. I mean, it's the, it's the same, whether you go into, I mean, when people say like, oh, I ride Western, like, okay, that's like fine and dandy, but are you like Western pleasure riding Western? Or are you trail riding, riding, riding Western? Right. So it's not really the same. And, you know, you can say like me and Caitlin, we feel very comfortable with, you know, who th- we know a lot, a bunch of black people that yeah. ride horses. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, when you step into a show ring it's completely different, Mm -hmm. completely different. So it's not like, well, I guess maybe they do. I feel like there isn't like an equivalent, an English equivalent to like trail riding. I mean, there's like fox hunting and stuff like that. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: But it's not like that leisure, Mm -mm. that leisure component.
2: Ride, i, I actually went com- to a
3: trail ride com- i was the only one in that english battle and i was like mind blown it was a couple years ago i went to the i don't know if y'all are familiar with the PG express ride yeah, yeah. and that was, yeah and it was awesome to see all the black horse women and horsemen out
2: there
0: yeah yeah I, I haven't been to that ride specifically but
2: i I'm- haven't been to it in a while but that's the circuit that we ride on um, yeah that's just one of 34 rides out of the year
0: wow yeah yeah so it's cool stuff so how has having or riding having and riding horses affected your life kind of professionally personally
3: it's affected my life completely um because now i just feel like Everything positive in my life has come from horses, Mm -hmm. Um, like my hard work in nature and Mm -hmm. will to be outside, will to be independent and strong. Everything really has come from horses and kind of like a a good work ethic has come from that and persistence determination.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is it mental health week this week? Was it this week or last, last week? I think last week. Yeah, it was like mental well, health. We don't day. talk about it anyway. How about your mental? Yeah. Um, <laughs> how do horses help you there? I always feel
3: a lot less pressure when I'm at the barn, mm-hmm. whether I'm riding or just cleaning the stall or grooming. It's just, I can't really explain it, but... All the things that I might have been worried about or thinking about earlier in the day when I go to the barn, I don't really think about that. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like a a calming type thing that I kind of just need in my life on a a daily basis to
2: keep me going. That is the most positive outlet (laughs) that I can think of. Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and I mean, I feel like everybody in their life has every horse person in their life has been described as like the crazy horse person. And it's like, it's not that we're just obsessed with something for no reason. Mm -hmm. Like it has physical, mental, psychological benefits. You know, I feel like horse people are kind of better contributors to society. I mean, we, (laughs) we work hard. Dang. (laughs) I mean, I've never met a, well, let me rephrase. (laughs) I do not surround myself with lazy horse people just because mm-hmm. the people that I know, I mean, we all work hard. It's not a rich man's sport anymore. I mean, for some levels, yes, mm-hmm. but, you know, we, we out here, we broke, we still got horses. <laughs> yeah, and <I'm> broke too. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I just feel like a lot of times, um, like, this viral thing on Facebook went around saying, um, why did I let my daughter go to the barn or something like that? Mm-hmm. And she might miss the day of school or something like that. I can't mm-hmm. remember. She did a horse show. And uh, it just went through all the things that the whole process teaches. Like, mm-hmm. you know, the child is getting up at 5 o'clock in the morning. Like, yeah. what other time can you get a kid up that early? <laughs> Uh, going out, mucking stalls, making sure the horse is ready, grooming. It teaches him about appearance, you know, all that stuff. So, anywho, uh, I complete mm. all the
2: life lessons. Life lessons, man. Life lessons.
0: So, sinobia what is your, di- what is your, um? Mm, I looked at the wrong word. What is your vision <laughs> <laughs> for the future with you and your horse?
3: So I would like to take him to Grand Prix and mm-hmm. that is the highest level of dressage. He is a little up there on age but that is my vision is to get him there. I think he's got the talent, um and I think we both are on the same page and I'm hoping that we can get there one day.
0: That's awesome. So where is Grand Prix held? Like are there is it a specific place like like the Olympics is a specific Thing.
3: No, you can do Grand Prix at any show. Um, oh, okay. Typically, you would do it at a recognized show, but it's that. just the highest level of dressage.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, and the Olympics, it's on the Grand Prix level. They do the Grand Prix special and, and freestyles.
2: Mm-hmm. So, all the shows that you're doing, are they all in North Carolina?
3: Mostly. Sometimes I'll go to Virginia, but for the most part in North Carolina
2: well you better invite us i know <laughs> yeah. we
0: well we can talk about this later but I, we need to make like a group with the page so that people can share yeah the when they're going to when they're competing because i know you don't see a whole bunch of black people so there the black folk can so we up. can roll up <laughs> and be like can you clap at the end of dressage yeah, yeah, you can clap. Okay, We're okay. We go hoop. hoop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, another dressage person. So, this is my vision. <laughs> I I don't know who's gonna do it, but I need before I leave this earth to see a freestyle mm. to cash money <laughs> representing from the nine nine and the two thousand. <laughs> I just I just need that. You don't have to do it at a show. It can just be practice. But we've already discussed this with Felicia Chandler. And I'm just going to keep bringing it up until I see it. Because, you know, that would it's just funny. make my life.
3: It's funny that you say that. I actually ride a lot of times with my music on. And I, I often ride the trap music, any kind of music. Yes. And I've always wanted to do like a hip-hop freestyle.
0: Yeah, I mean, I know it might be frowned upon. I mean, that's why I said it could just be the instrumental, you know. And then people would be like, "That song,
2: it's just kind of familiar."
0: <laughs> but what they
2: love that? they love music like that at basketball games. Like they're right. playing all the old songs.
0: Right, right. So I just need that in dressage. Like it's the same crowd. I know. <laughs> if I knew how to ride, if I if my horse or if I was riding dressage, like I would. Well, you don't just do a freestyle like in any show. So, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I could get to the level where I could start doing freestyles. <laughs> but you could. I believe in you.
2: She's going to live to <laughs> one of y'all dressage riders. I know. <laughs> this maybe, dream will come to pass. Yeah, maybe
0: we could get Canyon to do it. I just feel like he might not execute no. at the level that I... Has I'd to be a
2: black woman. Yeah, it has to be a black
0: woman. It's got to be. <laughs> So, do you have any advice for aspiring equestrians, whether or not they want to do dressage or just any other discipline, but just somebody who wants to get into horses?
3: Yeah, so there's a lot of different avenues to get into horses. I know it's kind of like the common conception that everybody in horses has money, and Mm -hmm. that's not really that true. Um, So starting out, if you're younger, Uh, You can go through the interscholastic level. Some Mm -hmm. high schools do have equestrian. Um, On the college level, they have the uh, intercollegiate corsage and hunter jumpers. And it is relatively inexpensive because you're riding horses that belong to the colleges and usually it's about 40 bucks a show. Mm -hmm. Um, Another avenue if if you're not going to go the academic route is you could just go to someone's farm and ask, hey, if I work do this certain task, can I get a lesson? Mm-hmm. And just kind of progress from there. Um, you don't have to start out big. You don't need your own horse to start out. You can ride other people's horses and, and just progress up and up and up the levels.
2: Yeah. That is great advice. Mm-hmm. Starting from the bottom, now we hit. Everybody <laughs> that wants to be involved with horses cannot afford it. Yeah, which is understandable right. because it does take a lot of work, and for some of us, a lot of money. hmm mm-hmm. So, where you board your horse?
0: Uh, how far is he from where you live?
3: He's about twenty minutes from where I live, okay. and it's actually like on my way to work and on my way home from work. So oh, that's, that's typically good. when I when I go by and, and ride and do stuff.
0: Yeah. Well, that's convenient. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Awesome, awesome. I don't have any more questions. Let me think. I'm like what stalking. made you
2: want to try um, English after you started out in Western?
3: Honestly, I think it was more of like a kid thinking. Like I thought that all the girls that wrote English were more fancy. And so that's kind of how I got into it. It wasn't any like any real reason why I switched over.
0: hmm so what do you do like what is your career
3: so i am a customer service supervisor at orange county animal services and i've worked for orange county since i graduated from college i actually um did nine one one. i was a 9 telecommunicator before i took this job Mm -hmm. um so it keeps me busy um i basically do the front-end operations at the shelters so like adoptions lost and found
0: Oh, nice, 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 nice. How many times do you guys uh, have to deal with, like, horses in that situation?
3: Not too often. Mm -hmm. Um, There are quite a few horses in Orange County, but we don't typically get that many horse calls. Mm -hmm. Um, And when we do, usually it's, um, they just have a vet go out and check the horse, make sure everything is good. Mm -hmm. Um, but we, we don't really
0: get that many horse cases. It's usually dogs and cats. Yeah. Didn't you guys, wasn't there a goat that you guys had, or was it a sheep? I feel like I, I remember seeing, uh, some kind of livestock that was in the shelter for a long time because it was found walking around.
3: Yeah, we actually, we've had several goats and we, (laughs) for some reason we keep getting pigs as well. Oh my goodness. and we actually, they had a runaway ewu as well. I remember I that.
0: I remember that too. Yeah. yeah that that was was orange county. Good old Orange County.
2: Are these like wild pigs or people? <laughs>
0: I don't. Th- I don't think they're that wild. They're just somewhere. Pigs oh. bust out of places, man. Oh. <laughs> I was
2: about to say. Yeah. Oh,
0: oh, you were, you were the mini person. I saw, wait, 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 wait. I remember seeing this picture. Yeah. You had the mini horse. What were you guys doing?
3: We actually took him to drag queen bingo in Greensboro, (laughs) (laughs) which is very random.
0: Yeah. Very.
3: I'm actually, yeah, I'm on the board for the North Carolina Therapeutic Riding Center and they have two little minis that we like to take to events, to and that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Decided to take them
0: How does one become a part of this board of therapeutic writing?
3: I actually started out volunteering there, mm-hmm. and I kind of built a relationship with the executive director, and she kind of was like, hey, do you want to be on the board? And I was like, well, do you think I can really be on the board? Because I'm, so, I'm one of the youngest people on there, and it kind of felt uncomfortable, but mm-hmm. she was like, yeah, for sure. And, and that's kind of how it, how it happened, and I've been on there a little over a year now.
0: That's awesome. So I feel like you might know, because when I saw the mini, I commented or sent you a message or something, but um, <laughs> I have a little mini horse, and... I want him to get into therapy things. So we have, I'm waitlisted for an assessment uh, with pet partners. Are you familiar with that?
3: I've heard of them. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I'm waiting on an assessment with them. Cause they have like insurance and stuff like that um, for us to be kind of completely certified. But for someone who wants to kind of be more involved in the therapy, therapy part of horsemanship, do you have any advice on kind of how to get started, or where to go,
3: I would say volunteering is the best way to get involved mm-hmm. um, and therapeutic ride centers always need volunteers, mm-hmm. and particularly with north client therapeutic ride center, you don't actually have to be like super force oriented. You can start out small and kind of work your way up, but it's really best to get kind of hands on with it uh, mm-hmm. to feel more confident and and
0: confident in the therapeutic room. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to have to look into that. Because, I mean, we... He rides around in the car and we go places. But, you know, it's, it's yeah. just, like, trying to figure out who to target. I mean, I would prefer to do more, like, education and, like, physical therapy kind of things. As opposed right. to going in the hospitals. Like, I'm not trying to do all that. But, um, little Minnie has a job, so... I would love yeah, to take really. him to a drag queen race. I mean, <laughs> drag queen bingo, like <laughs>
3: <Table Yeah. ball>. <laughs> what? Oscar and Felix—they actually have two little minis.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, we could just have like a little mini therapy mini party, okay? <laughs> That's fantastic. Well, thank you for sharing that. What do you do on the board?
3: Uh it's more so just kind of like meetings and fundraiser planning and mm-hmm. just making sure that the goals for the center are on par and
0: right. The finances are good. Right, 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 right. Okay. All right. Well, that is cool. That is cool. Are you involved in any other horse things?
2: <laughs> right. Uh,
0: <laughs> not
3: particularly other than Dressage and the Therapeutic Riding Center. Okay. Um, those are my two main main things right now
0: that's cool that's nice having just knowing exactly oh, what to do I forgot yeah massage
3: for kids is an, another organization um that is good for younger people to get just massage if that's something you're interested in um they have opportunities for donation horses uh clinics at lower cost and a lot of educational opportunities and I am still a part of that. It actually cuts off when you turn 26 and I turned 26 in January. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Tricide for Kids is an awesome program.
0: Is that based out of North Carolina?
3: Um, it's NatureLive. Oh, okay. And they do clinics all over. Okay. And you get, it, once you join, you get a subscription to the email and newsletter and it'll show you everything on there. And once you've done a clinic, you're actually eligible to apply for a donation for um, and typically those horses are quite nice.
0: So Oh, like they donate a horse to you, like for mm-hmm. you to ride?
3: Yep, yeah, you it's like a, a lifetime right to the horse. You can't sell it or anything, but it's your horse pretty much. Mm-hmm.
0: That is pretty cool. Is it already trained?
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, typically they're already showing and and doing different things. Sometimes those horses may have been at the higher levels. Mm-hmm. and they're not able to sustain a higher level. Yeah, step down. the kind of like an intermediate rider Right, be perfectly fine on
2: something like that. Right, These right. These are the resources we must share.
0: Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that that was a... Maybe I could get a dressage. Oh, wait. No, I'm 27. You're 27. Damn. You have
2: age now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> maybe I could get a horse and knows dressage and I can do my own freeze-out.
2: We can send Haley.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's get, we're going to get Haley started and then we'll work <laughs> on that. But anyway. That's all right. That's dope. I know. Like, that's I'm like, what? Give They give you hours? Like, we're just going to send this one over here.
2: I mean, even just to have the opportunity to learn.
0: Mm-hmm. hmm really Yeah. Dope. Yeah. Well, all right. Thank you so much for talking to us today.
3: Yeah,
0: no problem. Thanks for reaching out. Thank you for listening to Young Black Equestrians, the podcast. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram for updates. Listen, rate, and review us on
2: Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. See you next time.